Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This week we're biting off a pretty big chunk. We're going to be talking about the two things you absolutely must have in order to play really good pickleball. In the riff, I'm going to give you an example and hopefully tie it all together for you. Let's jump into the podcast. You'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball. But how? Now it's easy. Pick up a copy of Play Pickleball, A Beginner's Guide. It's the most complete guide to playing pickleball. Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. Before we jump into the main content, I want to remind you about our summit coming up at the end of June. It's June 27th through the 30th. It is the biggest, most comprehensive summit of pickleball ever assembled. Over 30 presenters in different fields. Everything having to do with pickleball and around pickleball. It'll definitely improve your game. You can register for the summit right now. Registration is open. Reserve your ticket. You can link to that below to reserve your ticket for the summit. See you at the summit. So that's a pretty big tall order to talk about the two things you absolutely must have to play good pickleball. But really when you think about the game, when you break it down, there's really two things that you absolutely must have in order to play pickleball. One, you need to have the ability to hit the shot that you want to hit. That's the mechanical side of the game. That's the mechanical ability to hit the game. And we're going to delve into that a little more in a minute. The other thing you need to know is you need to know the strategic side of the game, the conceptual, the brain part of the game. So you need to understand what shot to hit in what situation, what kind of strategy you're trying to implement and, and what you're trying to accomplish when you're out on the pickleball court. And that's more like, again, the, the, that's the conceptual, that's strategic side. But when you marry those two together, when you marry the ability to execute shots with good understanding of the type of shot you're trying to execute and why you're trying to execute it, that is when you play your best pickleball. Let's dive a little deeper into the first part that we're talking about here, which is the mechanics of it, the being able to hit the shots. In order to be able to play good pickleball, not only do you have to know what you want to do or you know what the type of shot you want to hit, you have to be able to execute that shot. There are several subcategories in the mechanical side of it. So one, for instance, is court positioning and movement. Uh, you know, CJ and I talk about this all the time in VI Pickleball, which is that, you know, the movement part of the game is so important because you could have the best, you know, the prettiest shot in the world. But if you're not in the right place, then the prettiest shot doesn't really matter. So you need to be in the right place on the court at the right time. You need to have good footwork, good balance, right? You need to have your body in a good balance situation while you're hitting the ball or balanced position while you're hitting the ball. And you need to have good stroke mechanics with your arms. So you need to pendulum swing from the shoulder, you know, very little uh, wrist or elbow uh, flexion, uh, you know, at least uh, uh, as your primary drivers and making nice contact with the ball out in front. All Those are all things that you need in order to properly hit the ball. But hitting the ball properly is the ultimate objective of all of those different pieces, right? So your footwork and your your balance and your position on the court and your moving of the paddle with your arm, which is a stroke mechanic is all intended to make contact with the ball at the optimal spot and to send the ball in the along the arc that you want towards the spot that you want on the court. In order to improve your shot mechanics or your ability to hit the shots, you need to understand the fundamentals of how to hit the shot. So you need to have a good fundamental understanding of what is involved with hitting that shot. Like I just mentioned, as an example, you know, using the shoulders, your primary driver, as opposed to your wrist or your elbow, those are good things to know. But basically you need to understand how to hit the ball, the mechanics of it, and then you need to drill. This is where drilling really shines. Uh, you can do drilling 
by yourself at, at your house in, with your mirror or they're called ghost drills. You don't even need a ball for those. Uh, you can do drills by yourself on the court by dropping balls for yourself. You can use a ball machine or you can have a partner to help you drill. Drilling is really a, the best way to, to fine tune or to, or to hone in on your, on your motor skills and on your mechanics of strokes so that you can accurately and consistently and repeatedly hit the strokes that you want in a game time situation. So let's assume that you've drilled for hours and you're a master shot maker. You can hit a third shot from anywhere to anywhere. You can dink it all day long. You can drive the ball. You can hit every every shot in the game. But you also need to know the the shot to, proper shot to hit in the right time, right? So you could be the best dinker in the world, but you're dinking in the wrong situation, or you're uh, you know you're driving in the wrong situation and things like that. Your shots are beautiful, but they're not the right shot to hit. They're not the optimal shot to hit. So the second part that you need, in addition to having good shot mechanics or good stroke mechanics, is knowing the right shot to hit given the context of the game at the at the time, given the the situation that's presenting itself to you. And the second part is the more conceptual, the more brainy part of playing proper pickleball. And let me rephrase that: not really playing proper pickleball playing optimal or, or effective pickleball. Uh, there's really no such thing as proper pickleball. I mean, there are some things that are basics, like getting up to the non-body zone line after return to serve. Uh, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse when I say that one, but that's one that you really uh, you know, have to do pretty much. It's mandatory to do uh, to play uh, good, effective pickleball. But you know, once you start getting into the game a little more, once you start developing your own personality as a player or, or, or expressing your own personality as a player, uh, you know, you see different styles of play that work very effectively uh, for their for their owners. Uh, you think of the the waters, the mother and daughter combination. They play uh, at a very high level, very aggressive team, very uh, very attacking team. And then you think of a, a player like a Simone Jardim, who's more of a control player, more of a you know setting the tone sort of a player. She's not really looking to bring the action unless it's you know very evident that it's available uh, whereas the waters push it a little more and both of those teams and players are, are just excellent players each in their own right bringing a different kind of flavor to the game but what they both share is they both share an understanding of the underlying concepts and the underlying strategies that they're trying to implement and the way that they're going to affect their pickleball game so they not only can they hit all the shots that they want to hit they also have an understanding of what shot to hit when and you think about that, it's basically, you know, where do I want to hit the ball? What shot do I want to hit into that situation? So do I want to hit a drive or a drop, a lob, of, you know, a, a volley, let it bounce, things like that. And then why am I hitting that shot? Really important to understand why you're hitting the ball in the way you're hitting it, into the spot you're hitting it, what you're trying to accomplish. That's the underlying strategy, the underlying fundamentals. Putting those two things together, being able to hit that shot to where you want it to go to and understanding the right shot to hit under the situ in, the, in that situation is what will allow you to play the optimal pickleball. Improving your understanding of the game can be done through uh, game study. So basically you can read books about it. You can watch matches and try and break down what's going on in there. That's something that we really focus on in VI Pickleball. You know, VI Pickleball does have drills, does have stroke mechanic videos and things like that. But what we really focus on inside VI Pickleball, what CJ and I focus on in there, is giving you the why, giving you the understanding of why you're trying to do what you're trying to do and perhaps give you a better understanding of what type of shot to hit in which situation to try and achieve the optimal play. So to try and look for the optimal play, whether it's a drive or a drop or a put away or, you know, moving up a shake and bake and things like that uh, are the types of things that you can you can do when you play pickleball if you have a good understanding of the fundamentals. So 
you know, study the game. You can study it on your own on YouTube and reading books, or you can join a community like VI Pickleball at wearepickleball.com to get that information. But you really need to have that second piece, that that the knowledge piece of the of the game, the strategies and the concepts, so you can marry that to the drilling you've been doing out on the court to improve your shots, put those two pieces together, and now you're gonna play the best pickleball that you can. In the riff, I'm gonna give you an example of how even having the best shot mechanics possible doesn't always necessarily solve the puzzle optimally. You're not necessarily hitting the optimal shots without the second piece, so stay tuned for the riff. You've studied the pickleball videos, maybe read a pickleball book, taken a lesson or two, but there's just something missing, something to complete the whole picture. That's where VI Pickleball comes in. VI Pickleball is the most immersive pickleball learning community available today. You can check out more information at wearepickleball.com. See you in the community. Let me see if I can give you an example to tie it all together for you here. So let's assume that you are a master third shot hitter. You can hit third shots on a dime from anywhere on the court. You have the best third shot, totally unattackable ball. But now I put you on a court with a returner that is not moving up to the non-volley zone line after they return serve. So you're playing against someone who returns a serve and either stays all the way back at the at the baseline or only comes in you know a little bit, doesn't come all the way up to the non-volley zone line, and yet you're continuing to hit third shots in those situations. Now your third shots are fantastic. No no criticism of the actual shot itself. It's a beautiful third shot, best third shot imaginable. But in that situation, it is not the best shot. The best shot in that situation would be some sort of a drive. It does not have to be a hard drive. Some sort of a deep ball to the returner who is not moving forward. Your idea being, let me see if I can keep that returner back in that position where they're at, so either at the baseline or, or wherever they're at coming forward without having come all the way forward. If you can keep that returner off the non-volley zone line, that allows you and your partner to move up to your side on the non-volley zone line, take control of the point, get the advantage. And remember, in this situation, since you're hitting the third shot, you're the serve team. So as a serve team, you get to score. So if you can put yourself in a situation where you and your partner are up at the non-volley zone line and the returner is off of the non-volley zone line, some, some are all the way back to the baseline, that gives you the optimal advantage. If you hit a third shot there, instead of driving it or, or hitting it towards the returner deep, what you're doing is you're inviting the returner to then come all the way up to the non-volley zone line, thereby taking away the advantage that that player is giving to you by not coming in themselves. In other words, by not making it all the way up themselves, they're giving you the opportunity. They're opening that door for you to make it up to the non-volley zone line on your side and basically keep them back off the non-volley zone line. Um, hitting a third shot there reverses that or basically negates that, closes the door if you want to look at it that way. So it is not the optimal shot. And that's where, even though your mechanics are fantastic, you have a fantastic third shot. Not understanding that you want to keep the player off the line, not understanding that part of the game and what shot is a better shot there will ultimately hurt your abilities of winning that game because you're not capitalizing on the advantages that are being given to you by your opponents. Hopefully that example ties it all together for you, understanding the two pieces you need. You need to under, you need to be able to hit the shots, but you also need to understand what shot to hit when so that you can play optimal pickleball and have the best results you can out on the court. Hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. If you enjoyed it, please give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. If you enjoyed it, they probably will too. See you next week and stay well out there.